discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same, we are constant. God is constant, God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. Yesterday I started sharing with you concerning faith, isn't it? So the title of my message is Faith and Patience. So yesterday I began with faith and how important it is for you to let your faith be in God's word and not in any man or anything, isn't it? Yeah, it's very important. So believe in the one who has said what he has said. God is God. God is God. Tell me, but God is God. God is God. And He's bigger. And He's bigger. And greater. And greater. Than anything that you can encounter in your life. Yeah. Do you believe it? Yes. How many of you believe what I'm saying? Yeah. So faith in God and in His Word. Faith in God and in His Word. I believe what God has said. I trust it. Therefore, I live my life and act my life the way God said because it is God who said it just like that rich man when that rich man says that he's going to buy you a car you don't, you don't ask too many questions you don't think about him much because he's rich and you know he's rich you know he's got the money Yeah. so no matter how long it takes you know he's going to come hallelujah, hallelujah. praise the Lord hallelujah. so important so important so faith, the God kind of faith, faith as built upon the word of God. And it looks like foolishness every single time. It looks like foolishness. It looks as though you are being foolish. Yes, I was giving the example of the man whose hand was withered. The guy's hand was withered and had curved into his armpit. Yet Jesus said, stretch forth your hand. If I could do it, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't be where it is. That, that should have been the response. But the guy believed in the word that Jesus spoke and knew that because of what Jesus had said, Jesus is God. And because of what he has said, he can do what he says he should do. Hallelujah. So sometimes we pray for, we pray for people and we say, do what you couldn't do before. Do what you couldn't do before. Because we are expecting there to be a change. We are expecting there to be a miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we are speaking based on God's word. You see, we are speaking based on on God's word. He says, all things are yours. All things are mine. All things are yours. It's not, it's not a human being who is saying it. It is God who is saying it. So you move around like someone who owns all things and behave like someone who owns all things because you do own all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what Christianity is all about. Today I want to start from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let's read from verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 7. It says, For we walk by faith, 
and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Say we walk by faith. We walk by faith. The word walk means to dwell, to live, to parambulate, to, to exist. It says our existence, our walk with God is by something called faith. And not by sight, not by sensory perceptions. Other versions call it sensory perceptions. Not by what we feel, not by what we see, not by what we can touch, not by what is in our, in our environment. We walk by faith and not by sight. Meaning that faith is a lifestyle. It's a life that you can live. It's a, it's a life that you ought to live. <laughs> not living your life with a certain man in perspective. With what is happening in your body and around you dictating the pace of your life. And dictating the results that you produce. For instance, this year, God spoke to me. Last year, actually. Last year, we were somewhere in, um, in July. July into August. Somewhere praying. As I was praying, I was praying about us getting some a land, some lands here in Accra, and then building. You know. So as I was praying, as I was praying, I was just praying, and God gave me a word. God gave me. A word. I was praying about the land, and God gave me a word in Psalm one zero five, from verse one all the way to verse ten, I believe. Now there's a portion that says that. Okay, go there. Let me show it to you. Go down. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Go to verse 4. Jump to verse 4. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Verse 5. Remember his marvelous work that he has done. His wonders and the judgment of his mouth. Continue. Oh, ye seed of Abraham, his servant. Ye children of Jacob, his chosen. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Hallelujah. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. So what he's come to talk about is something he has spoken about to a thousand generations. That's what God told me. Okay? That what, what is said here works to a thousand generations. And from creation till now, it's just been about 47 generations. It's not been that long. From Adam to, yes, from Adam to David was 14 generations. From David to Jesus was another 14 generations. From Jesus to now is just about another 14 generations. It's not been long. And God says that his, he will remember his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Next verse, verse 9. Which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. So it's even less than this particular promise. It's less than the 47 generations that we are talking about. Are you listening to me? Next verse. And confirm the same unto Jacob for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. Verse 11, saying, unto thee, this is what God told you, he says, unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance. This is what God told me, he says, unto you will I give the land, because it is the lot of your inheritance. He said, there are lands hidden in places that are reserved for you. That's what God told me as I was praying. So even though I don't have the money for the land, I don't care. From that time, I started talking about it. I don't know if you've noticed, those of you who've been around for some, you have, since that time, we are buying land in Accra. We are going to build. This year we are building. Yeah, yeah, 
and we are going to roof it and have our 31st service there. Yeah. You'll be there on 31st and I'll be preaching to you on 31st. I don't have the money for it. Physically speaking. There's no uh, storage anywhere for, with any cash in there. There's no $1 million sitting anywhere that I'm going to use. I'm not functioning by what is around me. If I function by what is around me, <laughs> nothing will happen. See, I walk by faith. I walk by faith. Yeah, by what God has said. What is it that God has told you? Are you listening to me? Yeah. God and his word. So don't joke with God's word. Okay? It's the material for faith. Without that, faith can't happen. Faith can't come. You remember yesterday I quoted for you? That faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Look at the next verse. It's so nice. When they were but a few men in number. They were but a few men in number. So we, we are not many. We don't have, have 70,000 people in the church that can buy a land very easily. I'm not walking by sight. I'm walking by what God has said. Yes, yeah, so I declare boldly. We have lands. Lands. Not land. Lands. The whole city is ours. Wherever we want to buy a land, we will get a land. Oh, lands, plenty. Prepare to buy yours. Yeah, the one we've located here is we are buying it and buy yours personally as well. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may not have money in your in your in your in your bank account or in your pocket, but it makes no difference. Talk like a big shot because you're a big shot. Do you understand? Don't you see there's no cost, there's no price for dreaming, there's no price for talking. Is there a price for talking big? Would they charge you if you talk big? It's not like that villager who came to town and was watching the billboard, the, the motion billboard, and the billboard that was, was in the form of video. Uh, and they, they, someone came to stand by him and said, how, how much have you watched? He said, oh, I've just watched two. He said, no, no, you've watched, you've watched like 15. He said, no, just two, just two. Okay, pay for it. And the guy says, one, one is 50 cities. And the guy paid 100 Ghana cities. When they, when he paid and the guy was with me, he said, ah, I, I, I've cheated him. I watched 70 times. <laughs> Hallelujah. I watched 70 times. And I paid for only two. He didn't know he had been cheated. Nobody will charge you for talking big. Nobody will charge you for thinking big. Have you ever read Ephesians chapter, chapter 3 before? Ephesians 3, chapter, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. How many of you have read it before? What is written there? Now unto him, not unto your mother or your father, but unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. So make sure your asking is big. And make sure your thinking is big. Don't be thinking small. Don't be asking small. You see this church here? It looks like a small church. You have no idea. This is the biggest church you ever see in the area. It's the biggest church. Biggest, largest church. You can't catch me. Don't say that I'm boasting. Why? Why is that? I have to boast in the Lord. What do you think? Yeah. He says, according as he's able to do exceedingly above. All that we ask or think. All that we ask or think. It's according to the power that is at work in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's according to your believing. According to your faith. The power that is at work in you is your faith. 
The power of the Holy Spirit, if you believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is there and that God is inside you and that you can do anything with God inside you, then it will happen for you. Think big, talk big. Don't talk like a pauper. Don't think like a pauper. Yeah? It looks like foolishness. It looks like, oh, where these people, what do they have? Nobody has parked the car out there. Nobody has a car. Brother, I'm buying my next car very soon. You may not have anything. What has God said to you? What, what has God said? What have you located in the scriptures as Rema? It's called Rema. What has God said to you from his word? Take it personally. Don't joke with it. Do you understand? Don't joke with it because it will come to pass live and colored. Live and colored. <laughs> talk big. Tell you about talk big. It's a lifestyle. For we walk by faith. We walk, go back to that place, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Let's read the Amplified. For we walk by faith, we regulate our lives. Did you hear that? We regulate our lives and conduct ourselves by our conviction of belief, respecting man's relation to God and divine things. With trust and holy favor, that's favor, that's we walk not by sight or appearance. We walk by faith. We conduct and regulate our lives by faith. Do you, do you understand? It's, that's how we regulate our lives. Our lives must be re- regulated by faith. By the word of God. What has God said? He says, I'll neither, I'll neither leave you nor forsake you. I, God does not, I'm not forsaken. God cares about me. Yeah, that's why he says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. So no matter what is happening around me, I'll never put myself into the anxiety gear. Be worrying. I don't know what is going to happen to me in the future. No guy has proposed to me. No lady has accepted my proposal. When when is the child going to come? When is the business going to work? I refuse to be worried. I refuse to be anxious. I rest calmly in the the hands of my God. Nothing can move me. Nothing can shake me. You see, your faith must be founded on God's. If it's founded in a man, it will shake. If it's founded in, in, in a certain condition, in a certain circumstance, it will shake. But as long as it's founded on the word of God, it will work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll never go down in my life. You see, these are, if you've noticed, these are confessions I make. There are some particular confessions I make. I've, I've said, I'll never go down in my life. I'll never, I'll never reduce. My future is bright. These are things that God has said to me from his word. I know them from the word of God. Do you understand? I know them from the word of God. It's personal. It's not something that, it's not a confession that I've had someone make. It's a confession I've, I've, I've derived from the scriptures. I'll never go down. I'm going higher and higher. I'm getting bigger and better and greater by the day. Those of you who have known me, have, have I reduced since, since you got to know me? I'm not going down. Going higher. 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 Getting better. Getting greater. Getting stronger. Not because of a certain man. Not because of a certain, some money I know somewhere. I, there's no money anywhere. There's no money anywhere. My money is in God. Yeah. All things are mine. He is the rich eternal supply that I'm connected to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Says God is able to supply your needs according to his riches. All your needs according to his riches. Not according to your bank account. 
or your father's property. But according to his riches, my prosperity is not dependent on any man. It's not dependent on any man. It's dependent on God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Faith. It's called faith. 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 I don't have it physically around me. But God has said it. And I believe what God has said. Therefore, I'll conduct my life and live my life to show and prove that God has done it. There's a woman who was looking for children, you know. She didn't have a child. You know what she did? Actually, I think she had even lost a womb or something. Uh, through her, her uh, challenges in life, at the beginning of her life, and the mistake she made, her womb was taken away. I think she was having an abortion and her womb was taken away because it was so destroyed. Yeah, it was taken away. But you see, it makes no difference what your past experiences has been. It makes no difference what has happened in the, in the past. That does not guarantee uh, you going down in God. Do, do you understand? Yeah. Hey, it, doesn't make, it, doesn't mean it, it doesn't make any difference. All things have passed away. Yeah. Behold, all things have become new. Yeah. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says that for God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Not while we were fine. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. Do you understand that? So it doesn't matter. Your past should not prevent you from walking by faith. No, 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 no. Go to Romans chapter 5 verse 6. Go to verse 6. Go to verse 6 now. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for what? Did he die for the godly? No. He died for the ungodly. So no matter what has happened in time past, makes no difference. Don't let your past be haunting you. Maybe you killed someone in the past. Makes no difference. And so what? Now you're a child of God. What didn't Paul do? Paul did that. He became a child of God. God used him more than he used any other person. So what is your problem? Forget about the past. Tell your neighbor, forget about the past. You are in Christ now. That's what matters. The woman went to buy baby clothes and laid them on her, on her bed. You remember that testimony? She laid them on the bed. She'll be singing to the clothes and carrying the clothes as though she were carrying a baby. A year later, she was pregnant. She's what? She was, it was as though she was mad. I mean, that's foolishness, isn't it? That is foolishness. Yeah. One woman puts clothes inside her belly and started behaving like a pregnant woman, spitting all over the place. She'll be spitting. There was nothing in there. Six months later, there was something in there. You don't even need, you don't even need a man to conceive. Mary didn't need a man to conceive. What's your problem? You can't conceive. So it makes no difference what has happened in the, in the past. It's called faith. It's not by what you can see around. It's not by what the doctors are saying or what the people are saying. This, this family that you're coming from, the family is not a good family. Anybody who turns 55, that's, you don't go beyond 55. Your mother died at 55. Your father died at 55. Your, your uncles died at 55. Minus me. Say minus me. Yeah, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I belong to a different family now. Do you understand? He says, as many as received him to them, he gave the power and the right to be called the sons of God, to become the children of God. Children who are not born of blood, nor of a man's will, nor of the will of the flesh, but children who are born of God. I'm born of God. I hail from God. It's called faith. Do you understand? It's called faith. Walking by faith and not by sight. Not by sight. Not by what is happening around, around me. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what they are saying. I'm moved only by the word of God. What God says is what I believe. I believe it. And that settles it. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may look like you're foolish. Makes no difference. Forget about them. They won't help you anyway. They won't help you anyway. Walk home and tell your people, oh, I'm rich. I'm the richest. I'm the richest dude you ever meet in your life. Do you? It's okay. Hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'll never be poor in my life. Yeah. Why? Why am I making that confession? He's made me rich. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake. That scripture is too on point. Too direct. It says, yet for your sake, he became poor. So that you, through his poverty, might become rich. It's too direct. I'm the blessed of God. I'm the blessed of God. Are you looking for blessings? Contact me. Tell me, are you looking for blessings? Contact me. Contact me. Contact me. Yeah. The blessings of God, the Bible says, make it rich and added no sorrow. It's called faith. It's called faith. Okay? It's faith. Strong faith. Unmoved. You see? Let me show you a scripture. Go to Romans. So I'm going to the next side. Which is the patience. Because faith must work by patience. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says that, be not slothful. Probably we can read from, let's go up. Let's read from verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Let's read the Amplified of this. Go back. So that you understand it well. But we do strongly and earnestly desire for each of you to show the same diligence and sincerity all the way through in realizing and enjoying the full assurance and development of your hope until the end. He says, your hope must be developed until the, until the end. How? 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 Meaning that you must never lo- lose hope in God. Never lose hope is faith plus patience. Okay? That's what hope is. Faith plus patience. Next verse. He shows you how. Go, go, go to the King James. He's showing you how. He says that he be not slothful. Don't become lazy or despondent. Or lose hope. Hmm. But followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Faith and patience inherit the promises. So sometimes like you believe God for something. You are believing God for a job. It's taking two years. It does not come. And you are not, you are confused as to whether you are doing the right thing. You, you start, uh, Father, sometimes we cry, you know, we just, <laughs> God, is it really you? Is it really you? Because sometimes it takes, it's like it's taking longer than it's supposed to. The pastor preached, you on fire. The word entered you. And you made your confessions and knew that you had put, you had released your faith. And you go home and it's like, the, the thing is still there. One month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. It's like it's still there. It's like it's not changing. If you are not, you've even sold for it. If you're not careful, your faith will be weakening. 
it doesn't work. You start saying that it doesn't work. You see, there's something that faith works by. Faith does not work by itself. It does not work on its own. It works by something called patience. Do you understand what I'm saying? How long did it take for Abraham to receive his, his child? God made promise to him when he was 75. It took 25 long years. He got the child in his arms at age 100. Did God do what he said he would do? Yeah. Was Abraham a better person by the, 25, by the time the 25 years was passed? He was a better person. The Bible says that he had become strong in faith. You see, God is God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say God is God. God is God. Hmm. God is God. There's something called the trial of your faith. Your faith must be tried. Faith as we know it must be tried. It must be taken through trials and temptations and things. It must be taken through fire so that it will become strong. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Remember yesterday I was talking about if the guy, if the rich man delays for a year, if the car is not coming during that during a year, will you complain? Will you see the man see, see the man and say, You are lying? You said you buy me a car, you've not bought it. God punish you. Will you do that? No, you wouldn't do that because you know he's what he knows what he's saying, and it will come to pass. You see, but God is not interested in giving you something that you lose after two days. God is interested in giving you something that you will keep and use forever. Yeah, something eternal. Now go to. Oh, do you like do you like my message? Yes. Go to Hebrews chapter ten. Let's read. From verse 32. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 32. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But call to remembrance the former days in which after he had illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. This is what happened to you when you became born again. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated. The word illuminated has to do with you being born again. You were you brought into the light. Okay. You endured a great affliction, a great fight of afflictions. When they became, during those times, born again was not nice. When you become born again, the next thing that you faced was death. Because we were beheading people who would become Christians. So the understanding of Christianity is different from our understanding of Christianity today. They knew that it was afflictions, it was sufferings, it was those things. And they accepted it anyway. They didn't care. This group of the Hebrew, the, the, the church he was writing to, had that, that same experience. When they got born again, they went through a period of afflictions. Go to the next verse. Because of their faith. Okay? Because of their faith. Say because of their faith. Because of their faith. It's part of it. When the word of God comes to you, there are tests, there are trials to show whether you receive the word or not. If you read in Matthew chapter 13, the Bible mentions that the one who receives seed by uh, the the thorny places. is the guy who, when he had received the word, immediately was full of joy. But when tribulations came because of the word that he had, by and by he was offended. There are tribulations that arise because of the word that you have received. When you receive the word of God, faith comes to you. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So he says, don't be, don't be lazy. Don't cast away your confidence. Stay. 
believe until the end. Get your answer or forget about it. <laughs> Partly whilst we were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions. It says they were made a gazing stock. People were looking, watching them and laughing at them. And partly whilst he became companions of them that were, that were, were so used. Do you understand? Let me explain it to you. It says when they became born again and they joined, they joined the church, immediately they became a gazing stock, a laughing stock. People started laughing at them. And they started persecuting them. And they were even doing it more because they were now associated to the church. Are you seeing it? Go to the next verse. For ye had compassion on, of me in my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods. You were even in your afflictions, you were even giving to me. And your giving, it looked like your giving was not even producing results. Look at it, it says, knowing in yourselves that you have, a, a, you have in heaven a better and enduring substance. They were giving here, they were not getting the results, physical results here. But Paul told them that, listen, you knew that there was a heavenly result. There was a heavenly reward for what you are doing. Next verse. He says, cast, therefore, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Your confidence in God or your faith in God has great reward. It has a great return for you. If you hold on unto the word of God, you will produce results. Are you listening to me? Yes, yeah, because most of the time, it's like it doesn't change immediately. Have you realized it? It's like you've believed, you've believed for a long time. You've been believing for uh, something. You've been believing for the poverty to end. You said, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. But it's like it's not changing. There's something called patience. Don't stop. Don't stop saying I'm rich. No, 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 don't stop it. No, what will you get if you stop it? You've started a journey, continue. It's a walk. It's called a walk of faith, not an action of faith. It's a walk of faith, not an act of faith. Are you listening to me? It's a walk. Tell me about it's a walk. It's a, it's a life. No matter what is going on, I choose to walk this way. I choose to believe what God has said. No matter how long it takes. The Bible says that even when it was taking longer, Abraham believed even more. Who against hope believed in hope. Let's go to that place and examine and then come back to this. Go to Romans chapter 4. Let's read from verse 20, 16. Okay, let's read from verse 16. Go down. Go to verse 17. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. This is what God told Abraham when he was 75. Even when he was 65, actually. I have made you a father of many nations. That's what God told him. And he didn't have one child. And God was telling him, I have made you a father of many nations. What, what a bundle of contradiction. God looks like a, at a man called Gideon. Gideon was so scared of the Midianites that when he plants his food, he plants it in the corner. And when he's harvesting his food, he harvests it in the corner. He was stretching his floor in a corner. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty man of valor. Thou mighty man of just say, You who are there, who are The guy was afraid in a corner, yet God came to call him mighty man of valor. It looks like foolishness. It sounds like foolishness. You look at the word, you check your life, it's like it's a, it's a bundle of contradiction. It's like it's, it's contradictory. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Bible says that God calls those things that be not as though they were. He calls light to shine out of darkness. And he brings life 
to the dead. You see, it's what is opposite is what he likes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel you are not a good person. You are the one he likes. You are the one he calls a good person. That's what he told Gideon. You were, you were a big man, an influential man, a serious fighter. So you, 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 too, you, you, look, you realize that you, like you are nothing. God is telling you that you are everything. <laughs> Do you believe it? Yeah. yeah. Before whom he believed. Even God. Abraham believed in God who quickened the dead. Or God who brings life to the dead. And call it those things which be not as though they were. He calls things that are not. When you look at it, it's not there. But when he calls it that it is like, if God says you are a tree, you become a tree immediately. Message version. Let's look at it. When everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. Deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw. My message is finished. I mean, this is the guy speaking the message. Deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw, he couldn't do. What he saw, he couldn't do. But on what God said he would do. He, he, he checked and realized that he couldn't do much. Only God can do it. And so he was made the father of a multitude of, nation, of peoples. God himself said to him, you are going to have a big family, Abraham. Big family. When he didn't have one child. He didn't have any. Any. Not even one. Verse 17. Go to verse 17. Abraham didn't focus on his own impotence and say, it's hopeless. This hundred-year-old body could never, have, could never father a child. Nor did he survey serious decades of infertility and give up. This is verse 19. They've gone back. Go to 17. We call Abraham father, not because he got God's attention by living like a saint, but because God made something out of Abraham when he was a nobody. Isn't that what we've always read in scripture god saying to abraham i set you up as a father of many peoples abraham was first named father then and then became a father because he dared to trust god to do what only god could do raise the dead to life with the word make something out of nothing hallelujah, hallelujah. go back to the king james go back into the king james let's read verse 18 believe in god though okay don't don't let anything shake you don't let what is happening around move you. You may, you may not be seeing results. It makes no difference. Believe in God anyway. I mean, there are times you'll be pushed. It's like you, you, have to, you have to cry. Don't worry, cry. No, cry, cry. It's very important, cry. When you realize that, Charlie, don't cry on a human being. Cry on God. Oh, God, Charlie, I'm holding. Because if you look at Abraham's life, Abraham cried at different times. But God, in his records, did not record Abraham's tears. He recorded only the times when Abraham was walking in faith. Because at times when he was crying, made no difference to him. Because what he has said, he has said. Yeah. Hallelujah. Don't worry, you can cry. Every now and then, you realize that Charlie, the thing. It's like, wait, what JD I am? You believe God that it's not coming. Don't worry. Shed the tears on God. You can shed it on your pastor as well too. And, but don't shed it. Don't, don't shed the tears before your people, your friends. No, you are making a mistake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I can see your future. Yeah, I can just see your future. I can see greatness in your future. Yeah. Who against hope believed in hope? 
as the years went by, it became more difficult to believe because Sarah was not getting any younger. Sarah was 65 then, when he was 75. Abraham was 10 years older than his wife. When Abraham turned 85, Sarah was 75. As the years went by, the hope of anything happening reduced. But the Bible says that against the hope, (laughs) against the hope that his wife would conceive, he believed in hope. (laughs) Do you understand that? Against the biological clock, like the doctor said, against the biological clock, the biology says that as the years go by, and they say that if you are 40, you can't give birth. If you are 45, you can't give birth. If you are 50, you can't give birth. Isn't it? Sarah had gone beyond the menopause. I told you yesterday. She had gone. Menopause. She was going, and the menopause. She was. She was breaking the 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 boiling point. She was breaking the point. It was going. You know, in the cartoons, they can just the the thing can break and go up beyond the point, the boiling point. It was just exploding. Yet God told Abraham to call his wife the mother of princes. Call your wife the mother of princes. Not just princes, kings. God told Abraham, kings shall come out of you. Yeah. And the years were going by. The years were taken by. Yet Abraham was still saying the same thing. Still calling Sarah, mother of princes. And smiling, mother of princes. Mother of princes. And it came to pass. It came to pass. It's called faith that worketh by patience. Do you understand? Who again so believed in hope? That he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Your seed shall be like the sun of the sea. Your seed, your seed shall be like the stars in the sky. Innumerable. Uncountable. We cannot count. These days you, can, you cannot count the seed of Abraham. The physical seed of Abraham is uncountable. The spiritual seed of Abraham is uncountable. You can't count. How many Christians are in the world? They've never been able to count. They always give a, an estimate. How do you even know if there are so many Muslims who are Christians? You will not know. You don't, you don't know what's happening in your heart. Hallelujah. Next verse. Uncountable. And be not weak in faith. Because you can become weak in faith. You can become weak in faith. Faith is tried. Faith must be tried. Go to 1 Peter chapter 1. Let's read from verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. And that faded not away. Reserved in heaven for you. Hallelujah. There's an incorruptible reward reserved in the heavens for you. There's a reward for everything. There's a reward for you attending the service. Oh man. When you die and you go. Or you are raptured and you go. You'll be shocked at what you'll be be flowing in. Who are kept by the power of God through faith. Unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse 6. Wherein he greatly rejoiced. Though now for as in, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Manifold temptations. Manifold temptations. Troubles on every side. Troubles on every side. Trials of your faith. Next verse. Look at the next verse. He says, no, that the trial of your faith. There's a trial of your faith. It's called time. The trial of your faith is called time. Time. When time is passing. And thinks time is not revealing anything. Revealing anything positive. It's as though you've not done anything in the spirit. Makes no difference. Hold on. God, what God has said is true. It will come to pass. Your believing is right. It will come to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
that the child of your faith be much more precious than that of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, yet ye love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hmm. Since the trial of your faith is more precious than that of gold. So your faith must be tried. Your faith must be tried. Don't ignore that. As you put your faith to work, as you make an attempt to put your faith to work, you will get challenges. Do you understand? In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus spoke a parable concerning the doer of the word and the one who does not do the word. He said that the guy who does the word is like a man who built his house upon a rock. And he says, the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house. The rains came, they beat against the house. Yet the house did not fall, it was because it was found on a rock. But the guy who built his house on the sun is the guy who does not do the word of God. Because he does not do the word of God, his house is like the house that was built on the sun. The floods came. What I want you to notice is the fact that the floods come whether you do or not. Whether you do the word or not. There are floods that will beat upon your house. There are rain, there's rain that will beat upon your house. And there's a wind that will beat, up, beat upon your house. There are challenges. If you don't think there are challenges in life, there's something wrong. You are just a child if you are thinking like that. You want to get married? Get ready for some challenges. You want to have a child? Get ready for some challenges along that line. Makes no difference. We are resolute. We are, it's called stubborn faith. Throw your best shot, devil. Throw your best shot. No matter what you, you say you want to be a man of God. There are many challenges with it. But no matter what you should what throw your best punch. Why I, I am more than capable to collect the, your biggest punch. I'm not going down. I'm not reducing in any way. Yeah. You tell that they will turn the heat up. You can turn it up. I will not be afraid. I'm the type I'm born from fire. <laughs> Do you understand? Stubborn faith. You want the church to grow. It will be, it will be moving between 40 and 50. 40 and 50. 40 and 50. But don't change your confession. When you see when you come to church and you see the 40 or 50, 40 or 50, you pick up your microphone and preach your best message. And you say, This is the biggest church in the whole of the city. It will grow. It will grow. Your faith must be tested, it must be tried. We must find out what kind whether it is real faith or not, whether you really have the word of God in you or not. That's how it is. That's how it is. If we preach faith without letting you know this other side, we made a mistake. So some people think that they are frustrated. Like, I'm, I'm frustrated. What's all this? I've believed all this and it's not happening. It's not this. I've believed all this. They have said that this one. I've believed it. I've believed it. I've believed it. Believe. Brother, your believing is not wrong. Stick to your believing. The Bible says that Abraham was not weak in faith. He was not weak. If you go back to that place, Romans chapter 4. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Because the body had gotten to the place where it was dead. He had believed that as if the more he believed, the more his body died. The more he believed, the more the challenges increased. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. Tell me, but makes no difference. Makes no difference. David was anointed to be king over Israel. He spent 17 years hiding from, from, from Saul in caves. In caves, go to Psalm 105. 
Let's read from verse 17. Psalm 105, verse 17. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. Verse 18. Whose feet they had with fetters. This is Joseph. Joseph, who was spoken to by God, shown dreams by God that he was going to be king and that his mother and his father are going to bow down to him. The sun and the moon were bowing down to him and all the stars were bowing down to him. Yet his feet were hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron. He ended up in prison because of his faith. Yes. Next verse. Okay, next verse. The Bible says, until the time that his word came. Until the time that his word came. Until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The word of the Lord tried him. It is part of faith. Until the time that the, his word came. His word. What was spoken to him personally until it came to pass. The word of the Lord tried him. The word of God will try you. It will try you. Some of you are already in it. You are, you are, you are in the journey of the trials. Your faith is being bent. It's being, it's being, it's being finished. It's being cleaned. To, be, to become gold. Bigger gold. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to back down. 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 You can try your best shots. You can do whatever you want to do. Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. But when his word came, look at, look at, the, look at the next verse. The king sent and loosed him. When his word came, he was in prison. One night later, a night later, he was out of prison. In one night, his, his story changed. From being prisoner to become king. To become king. The king sent and loosed him. Even the ruler of the people and let him go free. Go to the next verse. He made him lord of his house. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance. In the twinkle of an eye, Joseph became the richest dude on earth. In the twinkle of an eye. Because when the trials was going on, he didn't complain. The Bible says he never complained to God. And so that God, you don't know what I've been doing. You see, you said all these things about me. Look at where I've had. He never, 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 never held on. Held on to God. What God has said is true. Let God be true and let all men be liars. What God has said is true. Let your circumstance be a lie. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Makes no difference. He says you shall go through the fire and you shall not be bent. You shall go to the waters and you shall not be drowned. A thousand shall fall on your, on your side. Ten thousand at the, at the right side. But it shall not come nigh thee. It shall not come nigh thee. Yeah. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. I'm going higher. I'm going higher. Yeah. Look at the next verse. To bind his princes at his pleasure. He was commanding the princes of, 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 of Egypt at his pleasure. When the, when the word came. When the time of his word came. Don't give up. Hold on. It's called patience. Patience. Don't worry. Follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. That is the way to inheriting the promises. Faith and patience. Don't worry. Calm down. Relax. Everything is under control. The more the hits, the more we shout. That's why sometimes you must find a place where you can shout. You just go, you shout your faith. Yeah. It's working. It's working for me. It cannot work against me. It can only work in my favor. Is for 
Hmm. I'll never go down. I don't care what's happening around. No. I don't. I don't. It looks like it's failing. It looks like it's failing. Jesus says, fear not. Fear not. There was a day Jesus was on his way to go and heal a certain man called Jairus' daughter. As he was on his way, a woman came who had an issue of blood and came to come and touch Jesus' garment. And she got healed. And that delayed the whole process. So Jesus was standing there inquiring of who touched him. Took a very long time for the woman to come and say it was her. When the woman came, Jesus was exhorting her. This woman has faith more than everybody. Whilst all that was going on, servants came from Jairus' house and spoke to other people to tell Jairus that his daughter is dead. He shouldn't trouble the master. Don't trouble the master. Your daughter is dead. And Jairus turned to Jesus and said, my daughter is Jesus said, keep quiet, Jairus. Don't worry. Fear not. Relax. Relax. I'm here, man. Tell them I'm here, man. Relax. Everything is under control. Everything is under control. She's not dead. She's sleeping. She's sleeping. She's asleep. She's not dead. Death had come, but Jesus was still relaxed. Tell me about relax. 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 Yeah. Enjoy the heat. <laughs> Enjoy the heat. They are flats. They are flats. Understand it. A lot of Christians don't understand that. That's why they complain and give God last chance. God, if you don't do this from this is your last chance. If you don't do this from you, you'll be see. You can't give God last chance. You can't give God last chance. No, no, no. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. It may look like you're going down. Yeah, it's not exactly it's like Azi, Azi, oh yeah, Juma. Does it work? Does it work? I say it's working, but when you, when you finish saying that it's working, then the trouble comes to your mind. Hmm. <laughs> Brother? Fear not. Fear not. It will show up. There's a day coming when your, your word will come. You'll be surprised. See, when the blessings start, it doesn't stop. When it starts, it doesn't stop. You see, I was sharing concerning a critical mass. It's a critical mass. Okay? At Kaswa, I shared it at Medina too. There's a critical mass. It's a point that God would want you to get to. Okay? And I use the example of a barrel. What I'm saying is in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 3. Okay? It says, when the cloud be full of rain, they empty themselves onto the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. If you are filling a barrel, with water, and you're using uh, a bucket. You're using a bucket, a rubber bucket. And you fetch the water and pour it into the barrel. Does it get full on the first drop? Does it get full? It's at the, it's at the bottom, isn't it? The, is it water you just emptied into the barrel? Is it not water you just emptied into the barrel? But it's not full. What do you have to do? You have to continue, isn't it? You put more in. Because the aim is that it has to get full. Isn't it? When it gets full and you pour more buckets of water onto it, what will happen? It starts overflowing. Same as a spiritual principle. All the confessions that you have been making, all the faith that you have been exercising, you are actually filling your spiritual cloud. You are filling your cloud of faith. You are filling your cloud of prosperity. If you've been saying, I'm rich, prosperity is mine, glory to God. I'm rich. I'm, I refuse to be sick. Meanwhile, there's some sickness in your body. 
You have been saying all those words like it's not changing. There's no change. Don't worry. Don't worry. What you are doing is that you are filling your cloud of prosperity. You are filling your cloud of health. You are filling your cloud of healing. You are filling your cloud of glory. You are filling, you are filling those clouds. Now the day it gets to that critical mass and starts overflowing, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. It will just be an overflow. You'll just be overflowing like that. And you'll be, it will empty. You see, you fill the classes. If the clouds be full of rain, they will empty themselves upon the earth. The clouds are up there. But when they are filled, they will empty themselves upon the earth. It's in the spirit. All the things that you're saying is spiritual. You just said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the words that you're communicating, they are spirit and they are life. But you are filling your cloud. You are filling your cloud. Very soon it will be full. When it is full, it will start emptying itself onto the earth. And you will start enjoying the goodness of the rain. Yeah. It's a critical mass. So don't stop. If you stop, the class will not be full. If you stop, if you say that, you feel a guest, a guest to have, and then you say, what is all this? I'm tired of filling this barrel. What kind of barrel is this? No. And your mother. No. No. Continue. That's what the devil wants. He wants you to stop in the middle. Don't stop. That's why you bring challenges. The taps will stop flowing. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. I'll still stay by the tap and wait for my bucket to be full and empty it. Yeah. When the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. Fear not. Tell me about fear not. Fear not. It'll come to pass. You'll be shocked. It'll come to pass. You'll be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. It'll come to pass. Faith. Blood working by patience. 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 It's working. It's working. Yeah. It has happened in my life several times. Several times. Several times. As you can ask my wife, my wife is here. We're believing God for something. It wasn't coming. Years and years. It wasn't coming. When crying, shouting and announcing to everybody. No. Stop putting your faith to work. Your points will, will cry small. Will cry. <laughs> but it will work. <laughs> it's working. Yeah. Celebrating God. It worked. Yeah. Delay does not mean denial. In God's eyes, it's not even a delay. It does not delay. Nothing has delayed. You think it's in your perspective that you think it's delayed. It doesn't delay it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Abraham was strong in faith. He was strong in faith. Strong in faith. Let me show you more scriptures. Hmm. You remember we're reading Hebrews chapter 10. We didn't finish reading it. Go back to Hebrews chapter 10, rather. Hebrews chapter 10. From verse 35. We were in 35 before. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. Next verse. Verse 36. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. You have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you seen it? You have need of patience. Patient endurance. Or moved. Unshakable. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. And you will surely get your testimony. You will surely get your testimony. 
you will surely get your testimony. And everybody will rejoice with you when the testimony comes. Everybody will rejoice with you. But you realize that by the time the testimony comes, you are stronger. You are so strong that no matter what happens, you are moved. It's called the trial of your faith. Count it all joy when you go through diverse tests. James chapter 1. Go to James chapter 1. Verse 2 and verse 3. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience. The trial of your faith worketh patience. Have you seen it? Yes. The trial of your faith worketh patience. So it's a scriptural principle. The trial of your faith worketh patience. And patience maketh not ashamed. Eh? It says, but let patience have her perfect work, that it may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Perfect. Patience and faith in patience makes you perfect. Makes you mature and entire, wanting or lacking nothing. I see the, the biggest millionaires in the country. Dollar millionaires. Do you believe it? Yeah. You may not look like it. <laughs> it's good. It's good because you don't look like it. Your testimony is bigger. <laughs> your testimony is greater. Yeah. You don't look like it, so your testimony is greater. When it comes to pass, come and see me. Bring your tithes. Hallelujah. The future is right. So don't, don't lose your confidence. Don't cast away your confidence. Because it has great recompense or reward. It has a great reward. Don't cast away your confidence. Don't lose hope. Don't let, your, don't, don't let circumstances and people bury your confidence. Hey, Adewa Kaimau. You said this thing, uh, it's not coming. Are you sure it's going to work? Going to work. David was the king of Israel, but he was, he was running away. He was being driven out of where the king is supposed to be. He was driven away from Jerusalem. When they ask him, what's going on? He said, oh, everything is in the Lord's hands. Yeah, everything is in the Lord's hands. It will come to pass. See, surely. It says, it will come to pass. It's in the Bible. And it came to pass. Whatever challenge it was, it came to pass. So watch out. I came to tell you, continue with what you are doing. Okay? Yeah. Continue in what you are doing. Don't mind what is going on around you. Don't mind the seeming depression, the seeming failure, the seeming delay, the seeming whatever. Make no difference. Makes no difference. Makes no difference. It's part of it. It's part of it. Before glory, there's trial. There's tribulation. Jesus wanted to get all of us to become born again. What did he do? He had to go through the cross. Makes no difference. The cross is, an, is a means to an end. It's not the end. It's only a means to an end. Romans 5.3. Let's read Romans 5.3. And only so, not only so, but we grow in tribulation also. Knowing that tribulation worketh what? Patience. And patience maketh not. It says patient experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. Yeah. We glory in tribulation. When the troubles are increasing, we rejoice. <laughs> I remember there was a time we were trying to do something and we were having plenty of challenges. Plenty of challenges. The only person who, who I was talking to about was my wife. Apart from her, nobody else knew. I was not talking to her. I was not sharing it all over the place. The day I shared it, I told them, let's pray about it. When we finished praying about it, I didn't talk about it again. And we won. We won. When they increased the heat, I said, oh, everything, it's, it's working. 
as well. Everything will be fine. It, those are my, that's my language. As well. It will be fine. Don't know. If you like call me about a problem, it will be fine. As well. Everything will be fine. If it, any problem you call me about, I will not. It will be fine. As well. As well. People will be talking plenty. This one, you as well. It will be fine. Everything is working together for It's working. Don't worry. Jesus is Lord. It's working. We'll go through it. Everything will be fine. Yeah. That's putting my faith to work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glory in tribulation. We glory in tribulation. We glory in tribulation. The higher the heat, the more we, the higher we go. <laughs> the higher we go. The higher we go. That's how it is. Check all the heroes of faith. You will see their lives. You will see their lives. Patience. Faith that were kept by patience. Faith that were kept by patience. <laughs> Can I show about? Let me show you one last thing and then we'll close. Okay. By faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. This was when he was 40 years old. He was 40 years old when this happened to him. He says he refused to be called Pharaoh's, Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for, uh, the pleasure of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. This was Moses' faith. When Moses became 40, he, he, re, he rejected Egypt with his treasures and refused to be called the, 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 the daughter of Pharaoh, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused and said, I don't want it anymore. I want to rather suffer afflictions and pain with God's people because he esteemed the reproach of Christ the problems that are related to Christ, the sufferings that are related to Christ, as greater riches than the riches in Egypt. For he had respect. He had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He knew the rewards I was going to get. So he refused to, he refused all those physical things. And thought that it will happen immediately. You get results immediately. He thought you'll be used by God. He knew in his heart that God had called him to, to redeem Israel. He knew. And he thought it was going to happen immediately. And he was going to do it by strength. So he started killing the Egyptians one by one. <laughs> but God took him back for him to learn. Patience. 40, another 40 years. But when he came out of that 40 year wait, he was strong, better, smarter, more spiritual. That is when Moses would do it. A great miracle will happen and he would just go away. Not moved. He became a man of God. Do you understand? So the trials are good. They are good. They are good. Rejoice in them. Rejoice in them. The hotter they are, the more rejoice. How, how long did it take? You wanted to find a place. You want to find a place. It took a while, but you have found a place. You are going to find bigger places, better places. The weight is part of it. It's part of the work. Okay? It's part of the work. If the job is not coming, don't worry. Don't reduce your faith in any way. Increase it. Go higher. Don't worry. It will change. It will change. Wow, we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. They are subject to change. They are temporal. They are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. So don't worry about what you are seeing. I'm not moved by what I'm seeing. I'm, we walk by faith and not by what we see. Not by sight. Not by sight. I don't care what I'm seeing around me. I'm rich and respected. I'm 
I'm healed irrespective. I have that child irrespective. I have that marriage irrespective. Start buying rings and buying things. Just start buying something. Use it as a, as a means of recording. Just buy something and buy a bouquet and put it down. When you go to your room, you pick it. Start doing rehearsals in your room. Put, you may look like you are foolish. It may look like you are being foolish. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. You'll be shocked. It will come to pass. Yeah. That business will work. It will work. It looks like it is dying. It is dying. It's been, it's been some time. It's like it's not really working. Don't worry. Don't worry. If you know God has spoken to you to do it, just stay there. Stay there. Be in that place. It will change. Hallelujah. Are you ready to fill your cloud? I want us to fill our clouds a little. Let's fill. Let's put some more. Begin to fill your cloud. Speak words of power. Put your faith to work. Right now. To the glory of God the Father. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.